Hi guys, welcome back to We Should Talk, a pop culture interview series from In The Know. I'm your host, Gibson Johns, and this week on the podcast, we have Lala Kent from Vanderpump Rules, also the founder of Give Them Lala Beauty and its various offshoots. The most recent season of Vanderpump Rules just wrapped, so it was really fun to get to talk to Lala about all things this season. And, you know, I think it was an up and down season. There were, there were some moments of that was really good. There were some moments where it was a little bit boring, but it ended with this amazing two-part reunion. So if you haven't been watching, definitely watch that reunion because I think it proves that there's still there's still some story in this show. And if they take it in the right direction, if it goes forward, then I think that Vanderpump Rules could still stick, stick around for a while. Um, so I love getting to talk to Lala about this season, about the reunion, about some of those side comments that Brock made about her that I personally had a big problem with. And, and she had some good perspective on that. We spend the first half of this interview talking about Vanderpump Rules and a little bit about the whole Randall situation. And then we kind of pivot into her various business endeavors, her podcast, Give Them Lala Beauty, it's various offshoots, Give Them Lala Skin, Give Them Lala Baby. There's a lot There's a lot that she has going on and, and she's going on tour for her podcast later this year. She has her book that's coming out on paperback. You know, she, she just, I think it's really impressive how, how hardworking she is and how many different things she has going for herself. So it was a great interview. She was in great form and I really enjoyed talking to Lala. So keep listening for my interview with Lala Kent and please rate, review, and subscribe to We Should Talk on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, guys, so we are here with Lala Kent, founder of Give Them Lala, star of Vanderpump Rules. Lala, you have so much going on. How are you? I feel great. I'm in a great headspace. I, I actually feel amazing. Thank you for asking. Good. And, and we were just talking, you have this amazing sign behind you that I'm just going to be looking at the entire interview, your, your gorgeous neon sign, which I wish I had. So I feel like that's just like a good, a good vibe to set for yourself. Give Them Lala. It's cute. It's chic. It's the mantra. Yeah, it covered. <laughs> so first, how, how's Ocean doing? And I just I feel like she's at, she's at that age where there's probably so many little milestones and moments that that you're loving. How, how's she doing? She's doing amazing, and her personality is just strong and independent. And you know, I got very lucky with her. She's the easiest baby, and she's so much fun. What's like the latest milestone or moment that you can, that you can share with us that? that you kind of were screaming over that you were documenting? Well, right. So she's, she's learned to shake her head. No, which my little brother taught her, but the cutest thing that actually just happened this morning. So, you know, true, true to form, I have a wall full of my face, right. And ocean loves it. It's like all of these naturally, naturally I would have that. And it's when you come down the stairs and you know, her face lights up and I say, that's mama. And this morning I asked her, where's mama? And she pointed out the door, like on that wall, obviously. I love it. That's amazing. So, yeah, the pointing is new. And that was like, oh my gosh, she's learning how to point things out. That was a milestone. And that's like some memory too. She knows where it is. Like, that's good. That's that. I feel okay. like that's a good, she's a smart she's cookie. A baby, she's a baby genius. There we go. There we go. <laughs> Sign her up for Mensa right now. I love it. So, okay, the season of Vanderpump Rules just wrapped and I thought, it, I thought, I mean, I know that there, there were differing opinions about the season, but I thoroughly enjoyed it. I thought, you know, there was some hot and cold moments, but you guys ended with a bang with that reunion. How do you feel about how the season went? You know, I, I didn't watch much of it after everything kind of happened in my life. It was a little bit triggering. Um, I hmm. have watched it now 
And, you know, we, we had a great loss with this season. It was a huge transition. And with that, I think it was an amazing season and the reunion was fantastic. I, I compartmentalize. It's like, yes, this is my real life, but I also look at it from a viewer standpoint. And I think we did the damn thing. I totally agree. Again, you guys were up against kind of a lot with losing cast members and COVID and all of that. So I think you guys, you guys brought it. And I'm curious for, for that reunion though, is it hard for you to be remote and everyone else be in person and like fully connect or was it okay for you? And I'm curious what that was like specifically. Yeah. I wish that I could have been there because it does make it easier. However, I'm actually glad that I was remote because a lot of the little side comments I wasn't able to hear. So I, I felt like I was very poised and, you know, I, I thought I, I thought I did great, you know, and I attribute that to not hearing the side comments because I don't think I would have taken those so lightly Mm. had I been in the room. You know, Lala, I was, uh, I was particularly like pretty disgusted about like when you had that moment where you were getting, you were getting emotional and you're talking about everything that's gone on in your life and bringing ocean into the, into this relationship that didn't end up working out. And then for Brasha to say, cool story, bro. Like I was like, I, I, I was honestly speechless when I saw that. And I, I'm assuming that's one of the comments you're referring to, but like, what was your reaction to seeing that on, on the, on the reunion? Because I just like was sort of just flabbergasted by that. Um, I thought it was very telling about his character. I was actually mortified for him. And, you know, the the Give Them Wala squad handled him like <laughs> camps. Once that came out, like bring the dogs out. Like I didn't even need to say anything. But I thought it was, I thought it was gross, you know, and and he has apologized for how he reacted to me, which I'm always appreciative of. And I have let it go because, you know, if anyone knows about reacting off of hurt, it's definitely me. And I, right. you know, if someone says they're sorry to me, like I can, I can definitely let it go. But if you take me back to the place when I had just seen it, you know, there were a few comments that he made that not only was I grossed out by, but I'm like, you're going to get wrecked yeah. by the audience. Like, you, like, like you, you didn't even need to say anything. It was just like, you know, people are going to react to that. Right. Oh my gosh. I was like, I don't need to say anything because these viewers are going to bring in a wrecking ball on your ass. Sorry. Mm. Am I allowed to say ass yeah, on this? Yeah. You're good. You're good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I, and they did. And they did. Yeah. I was, I was, I think if, even if you just clicked on the pump rules hashtag on Twitter, it was mostly about his comments. And so I think it, that kind of tells you everything you need to know, but you know, I guess from your perspective, how does that where does that leave you and Sheena? Because I think that 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 reunion was kind of rough in the, in from that perspective with Brock. So where does that leave you guys? Sheena's one of my dearest friends, and this season actually brought us closer. I think oh, good. we really, yeah. When when you have such a deep rooted issue with someone, where it has to do with you know kids and things that are being said you can take one of two roads and that's either you're going to come out stronger or you just have to leave the friendship behind and neither of us were willing to leave it behind. So she did say the day of the reunion, we spoke that morning and she said, you know, I'm really nervous because we're in such a great place and I'm worried how this is going to go. And I said, 
you know me, I know the drill and I don't think there's anything that we can't come back from. You know, I know what we signed up for. I know yeah, of course. my feelings are going to, this isn't the last time someone's going to say something to me that I'm going to be upset about. But as long as we can always come back to the roots of our friendship and, and say our sorries and acknowledge things like I'll shake it off. I'm good. Totally. And I think that that's kind of a unique thing to the group you guys have on Vanderpump Rules, which is like, there, there are a lot of couples in, in the, in the realm of the show and, and like kind of with cast members and people that are on or off, whatever. I think that like you guys do a fairly good job of keeping the friendships of like individuals or ma- maintaining those despite what somebody might say about their partner or any sort of spat that they get into. I feel like you guys do a pretty good job of like eventually seeing beyond that, even if immediately there is sort of a some drama from it. Like I feel like eventually you're like, okay, no, me and Sheen are bigger than whatever this is. You know what I mean? Yes, definitely. I feel I feel really lucky to have the friend group that I have because we're very resilient. <laughs> very. And speaking of, I mean, one, I, I loved when you and James were on Watch What Happens Live together. I think you got you guys are always so fun when you're on when you're on there together. I know that like you guys just let it fly, and I think it's really refreshing. Honestly, how, how is he doing right now? Because I know that was that was kind of he had some tough moments to watch that uh, as a viewer on on that reunion. But how, how is he doing now? He seems to be in great spirits. You know, we'll go to the gym and work out together. You know, it used to be we'd go to a bar and kick it. Now we're just at the gym at <laughs> night. Isn't it? So that's definitely changed. But he seems to really be in a great headspace. And, you know, he's he's got his his eye on this prize and all of his accomplishments. So it's just a friendship you can't break. It's like right. our bond, our bond is so thick. And I'm sorry, there's nothing better than like season four Lala and James. <laughs> oh my God. I mean, you guys have, you've been through it and it's honestly similarly similarly to you and Sheena. It's like, you're going to come all out the other side and I think kind of always still be there for one another regardless of what, what goes down. So that's really? kind of heartening to, to see. And, and I think honestly, and I know that it's like drama and I know that it's intense, but I love you and Ariana as adversaries. Like, I think that you guys are such a good match and I think you guys create really good TV together. And I think like, it, it's honestly, like you started off the season with a blow up, you ended the season with a blow up, only right that that happened. Why is it after all these years still so electric with you guys? Maybe it's sexual tension. <laughs> I, I mean, can't I, think of anything else. Hey, I'm you here know? for it, yeah. Same. I, you know, as much as we try to get on the same page, it's just, there's always something that is, that's amiss. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. you know what? Maybe you just got to let me hit it again. (laughs) Lala. Hey. Sorry, I forget we're on Yahoo. No, it's, I, but hey, but I'm just, I just think that it's, you guys are good for the show. I think as, as a duo, like, I think there are moments where you have genuine fun together, but it's, you got to have some of that, some of that drama. And it's, it's not, it's not super deep I would say I feel like it's still it's still just kind of like you just pop off at each other and we do and 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 Ariana's great at popping off you know so she's a, <laughs> she's a good match for me right right yeah that's, <laughs> that's a fun one <laughs> that is a fun one so like when you when you think about I mean you really love this season clearly of Vanderpump Rules I know there is there's some triggering moments for, for you but you know what do you think about the future of the show what how do you how do you sort of think about how it can move forward because I think there are definitely, there's definitely a faction of people that think that like, it needs sort of to figure out what the future looks like, whether that's bringing on new people or whatever. 
what do you think that looks like? And, and do you, do you still have fun doing this? You know, every time we wrap a season, I'm like, I'm never going back to that. I'm done. And then they, I get a phone call that says we're coming back. And I'm like, when do we start? Let's get it popping. It's almost like I just need to like hibernate for a sec. <laughs> so I love doing it and I would be back in a heartbeat. And as far as the future of the show goes, I'm not quite sure what direction they'll take. You know, I think the, the show does well because it's organic. And even when I entered on season four, you know, it made, it made sense. So whoever is making those decisions about what the future of the show is, it has to be handled delicately. But I, I don't think that this show is over. Mm -hmm. I, I don't think, think so either. No, I mean, just when you think that there's no other story to be told, <laughs> we've told it all, something happens. And it's yeah. like, here we go. Yeah, I mean the the reunion is like is is example A of that. It's like it's there was so much there that it's like okay, let's let's unpack a lot of this stuff and and keep going with it because that was compelling TV. It was. And I I was wishing that there would have been more episodes because so much mm -hmm. happened this season where I didn't I don't feel like the story was over. And suddenly it was just it was yeah. over. We only had that amount of episodes, but there was mm -hmm. so much more to tell and so much more to duke out. So I'm hopeful that if we get another season, that we can revisit a lot of things because you know, now that we've watched it back, I'm like, I may have a whole new set of issues now. Got it. You you have, you have a list. You're making a list and <laughs> checking it twice. <laughs> All the lists. <laughs> so your, your book, Give Them Lala, which... One thing about you, Lala, is like nobody can ever accuse you of not being an open book, of being honest. And, and I just reread the description of, of Give Them Lala, the book. And it says that the phrase Give Them Lala is about giving the truest, most honest version of yourself to the world. It means being authentic, bold, adventurous, and having an unapologetic approach to life. And to me, like, there is no lie in there about, about any of like that. That is seemingly your approach to life. And I think you have obviously been really open and honest about the changes that have happened in your life, the breakup and how hard it's been for you. And I get, and I don't want to get into the particulars of it because I think that you do a really good job of doing that on your own terms, on your podcast and, and things like that. Like, and I know it's tough, but I guess my big question for you is like, was there ever a moment when this happened that you, that you didn't want to be that open book in this, in this scenario with your fans? Was there ever a moment where you're like, I don't know if I can be, if I want to share all this, because clearly you have decided to share a lot of it, which is, I think is really commendable, but, but was there ever a moment where you kind of second guess that? You know, it's so interesting when people talk to me about that I've shared a lot because I've given such a tiny little mm. bit of information compared to what I could be sharing. Sure. So no, I mean, the only reason I'm not more open is because I know that I have a daughter who, you know, I don't want anyone to control that narrative. You know, I know how this works. When I go out and I talk, I know that people choose whatever's most interesting to put in a headline. And I don't want that to, I don't want them to control the story and the truth. Mm. So it's not that I felt like I didn't want to be honest because again, like I'm just an open book by nature. So I have to like consciously 
stop myself from saying certain things and not because I don't want to be honest, but because, you know, I'm 31 with a baby and I, I just have to maneuver in a different way. Mm. Yeah. Again, I think, I think I, I respect that a lot because I think you're having the foresight to think about, okay, what does this look like five or 10 years in the future when ocean is right. old enough to Google and, and see, and right. see, you know, and I think that that's, I think that's great. I think that's great that you have that mindset. Thank you. And last thing, I think it, it, this is a, again, I don't want to do negative. I want to do the positive of it. You did say on your podcast, you were going to go on a group date. Has that happened yet? Yes. It How did happened. it go? I'm blushing. Ah! <laughs> it went really, it went very well. I mean, he's amazing and sweet and fine as it gets. And we'll see, you know, I, I'm just, I'm I'm having fun, but you're kind of beaming. I'm beaming because I mean, I'm going to be honest. He is like fine. <laughs> and I need a fine man. I love that for you. So, yeah, I love that for me too. So just like being with someone in like the neck that's like thick and tattooed and like jawline. It was just all the feels that night. The, the date went great. I'll put it to put it simply. I'm thrilled for you. I'm thrilled for you. Thank you. <laughs> So switching gears, you know, on the season, we also heard a good amount about the success of Give Them All a Beauty. And what's like something you can tell me about the success of Give Them All a Beauty that like speaks to that success? Do you, do you guys sell out a product? I, like, I feel like you guys do really good like drops and things like that, that, that people get really interested in. But I would love for you to hear from you about some of the biggest kind of success points that you've had so far with this brand. Yeah, I mean, Give Them Lala Beauty was something that I started with literally six glasses and it was just, you know, let's try it out. This could be fun. And people really took a liking to it. I'm inspired by people who are trying new trends. I check my DMs to see like what products do people want to see? And that's what makes our launching so fun because we do one every single month. And, you know, I, I grew up going to grocery stores to get my makeup. I then transferred over to Sephora and upped my game. And I just felt like there was nothing, there was no in between. How could I get a quality product where they also respect how hard I work for a dollar? Right. I attribute the success to give them Lala beauty because it is an authentic brand. I'm not, I'm not going to try and sell you something that I don't actually use. If I don't put it on my face, then I'm not going to tell you that I do. And we have a lot of fun with the naming process. I mean, we sell out of products overnight, which is awesome. And it's like yeah. a dream come true. Wow. And I listen to, to people that are buying, like, what do they want to see? And if I'm getting a lot of people saying, can you please bring that back? Then we're bringing it back obviously what's been kind of a big learning curve for you or a big a big moment of learning that you've had since starting the brand like what, did, what has there been a big hurdle that you've gotten over and you kind of look back and think about that as a another kind of moment of success for yourself yeah I think well when I started give them Wawa skin and I started it this was like the biggest like I guess business learning experience for me I mean I'm well aware that I'm not Kylie Jenner yet Hey, yet coming for the crown. I, I will be flying around in a marbled Give Them Lala beauty jet very soon. But I started Give Them Lala skin and I started them 
separately and you know we just weren't getting the push that we needed from the mm -hmm. skin so the, my biggest thing was to combine those two the beauty and the skin put them under one roof and just like that people are like obsessed with the skin and purchasing so that was my not giving people too many places to have to search yeah. and shop consolidate yeah it's it's the give them exactly. lala umbrella for <laughs> for beauty and for skin and then you also have give them all a baby you give them all a baby which I didn't even know, I didn't know you had that. So I think that that's another, obviously really natural thing for you in this moment to go into. How's that been going? I am obsessed with the baby brand because number one, I mean, it's amazing. The fabrics are awesome, but I started it with my childhood friends. So her mom and my mom. I didn't mom, realize that. Yeah. Her mom and my mom have been best friends since junior high. And, you know, she is four kids deep. I find out I'm pregnant. I said, let's do something together. And she was like, why don't we create a, a baby line? And it's run out of a garage, a very chic garage, by the way, you could eat off the floor <laughs> um, in Salt Lake city, Utah. And it's run like strictly by her family and mine. Like my little brother's in there packaging all these products. No so way. I yeah, I have a special place in my heart for the baby line. I want to see that next season. I, that, that's, I love that. That's so amazing. Oh, we get another season. I'm taking that crew back to Salt Lake City, Utah, and we're going to show what we do to get this baby stuff out to our customers. Good, good. That's what I want to see. Have you gotten any business advice, branding advice from other people in this space that have that have done have done this, the, the beauty brands, the, the skincare brands? Have you gotten any advice on how to sort of, I don't know, take it to the next level or what not to do or? Yeah, I have a really solid team behind me and nothing that is worth having is going to happen overnight. I'm, I'm so grateful. Like if, if you would have said, this is what your brand will look like a year from now, you would have told me that last year. I would have been like, if that's what it looks like, I'm done. I'm good. Like that sounds awesome. And then you reach that milestone and you're like, I want more. Next, so, right. <laughs> like, yeah. right. So no matter what, you're always wanting more, but my, the team I have behind me, they're, they're brilliant. I obviously, I have my way of doing things. And sometimes it takes a minute for them <laughs> to make me see the light, you know, because in my mind, I'm like, I'm the brilliant one here. And they're like, well, we've Obvious. been doing this for, you know, 30 <laughs> years longer than you've been alive. Some of them. And so yeah, I'm, I'm very, very proud of the team that I have working with me. Does, does Lala, the boss of Give Them All a Beauty ever pop off in, in the business setting? Oh, yes, she does. Okay, good to know. I, I've warned people <laughs> about her. I've even had to warn, you know, my, my friends who I'm in the baby line with because they saw Lala and not Lauren for the first time the other day. And I don't think anyone liked that very much. Hmm. Well, uh, she'll, she'll come out when she needs to, Not you know, often, right. I'm, I'm very easygoing. She only comes out when I feel like the job is done. Yes. <laughs> and then, I mean, again, the next thing is like your podcast is also a smashing success and I understand you're going on tour later this year, which yeah. I think obviously speaks to how big your listenership is and everyone who kind of comes back for every new episode. Have you ever gone on tour before? No, I've okay. never gone on tour I'm, I'm really excited though. You know, we had this tour planned and then COVID hit and it kind of, you know, made it so that we couldn't do it. And now we have a brand new format for the show. And, you know, I, I am nervous though, of course, naturally, because it's like, 
you know, it's not like a tour for Beyonce where I'm just going <laughs> to sing amazing songs and have an incredible voice. It's like, oh, I'm going to show up and like entertain people. Right. Without, you can do it. Ensemble cast. <laughs> no, you can do a lot. You could, I, I, I understand why you're nervous. Is anything, anything live like that is, is nerve wracking. I can go every which way, but I feel like you got this. You, you can I command room. I think I've got this too. And there's something that's very special about my people, like people who have supported me, who will be coming out to the show. I'm going to feel like I'm hanging out with my friends and that I'm most excited for. What do your fans, or the Give Them Lala squad, as you refer to them, what do they say to you when they come up to you when you're out and about? Do they quote certain things? Do they say that you have had XYZ impact on them? What do they tell you? They love the clapping of your man made out with my friend. And they also love, are you trying to get popped? Iconic. Um, And most people that come up to me talk about confidence and strength that they've seen in me. And for me, I'm very transparent. Like I really faked it until I made it because there are many times that I don't feel confident, that I don't feel strong, but I try to have my mindset switch up a bit to make me feel like I am confident and strong. And all of a sudden I'm like, wow, I feel like the baddest bitch on this planet. Like nothing can break me. So it's a lot of people coming up to me, talking to me about that. And I love that because that bonds us. Like, I'm just like anybody else. I I have my moments of weakness. I'm not going to show you guys those moments (laughs) unless I'm getting paid. (laughs) Well, you know, more of your fans will have opportunities to tell you these things on, on tour. There's VIP packages where they can do meet and greets. Your, your super fans will show up for you. And I think that there's obviously no better time for them to be doing that than right now. And I think that that, that must feel really good to have that built-in yep. support system that's going to follow you literally around the country. <laughs> no, it's coming at the perfect time. And I'm excited to do the meet and greets. I'm excited for all of the segments. I think that people that come are actually going to be blown away because <laughs> nothing is off limits. Like we have amazing segments. Again, thinking towards the future, we've talked about whatever the future of punk rules is, but what's the future of the give them la la universe? Is there going to be another is there going to be like give them Lala home or give them Lala pet? What are you thinking? Like, what does it look like in a, in two, three, five years? There are no limits to the give them Lala brand. You know, like I, I never intended for it to be a brand. It was just like some silly tagline in my vain 24 year old mind <laughs> back in the day. And now that I've seen that people have taken a liking to it, you know, I will never stop. And I do have my goals. And I, I want to continue to fill the Give Them Lala umbrella with nonstop stuff. Love it. Pet, home. I want you to just have Give Them Lala all over your life. Your entire house is just Give Them Lala. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, Lala, this is so much fun. Is there anything else that you want to plug before we go? Like, I know, I know that the paperback version of your book is coming out later this year. What else can you, can you tell us about before we sign off? go get the paperback book. I mean, I'm so excited. I actually prefer paperback over hardcover. So that for me, when they were like, the paperback's coming, I'm like, this is awesome. (laughs) I mean, the little uh, national bestseller stamp on it is a bonus, but like the paperback is where it's at. So yes, that's, that comes out in April. Awesome. Well, Lala Kent, this was so much fun. 
Um, and I'm just going to go about life giving them all la la. That's, that's my new, that's my vibe. I love it. I love it. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. Thanks so much. Bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to We Should Talk. I hope you enjoyed the interview. You can find out more about In The Know at InTheKnow.com. You can follow me, Gibson Johns, at Gibsonoma on Twitter and Instagram. And you can listen to all of our interviews, past and future, by searching We Should Talk wherever you get your podcasts. Hope to see you next time.